Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from the ChrisVossShow.com. The ChrisVossShow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another excellent podcast. We certainly appreciate all of you tuning in, and we certainly appreciate when you refer the show to your friends, neighbors, relatives, dogs, cats, cousins, all that sort of good stuff. Be sure to tell them to go to YouTube.com forward slash Chris Voss at the bell notification button. Go to iTunes, Google Play, and now on Spotify. Wow, Spotify. You can listen to the podcast uh, and listen to the great music when you're not listening to the podcast. Well, there you go. Uh, anyway, we have a most excellent guest, as always, on the Chris Voss Show, Adam Houlihan. He's all the way from Australia. He's an international keynote speaker specializing in social media for business. He's the CEO of a highly successful boutique agency, Web Traffic, that works. He lives in Australia's iconic tourist destination, the Gold Coast, Queensland, and he's considered one of Australia's leading experts in harnessing the power of LinkedIn for business. Welcome to the show, Adam. How are you doing? Hey, Chris. Uh, I'm doing just fine, thanks. Nice, nice. Now, you're also an author, too. You've written several books. I think the LinkedIn playbook I can see on your website, available on Amazon, and Social Media Secret Sauce. You've got another book coming up we'll talk about. Uh, can you give us your plugs so people can look you up on the interwebs? Yeah, the easiest place to go is, <clears throat> excuse me, just straight to my website, which is adamhoolahan.com. Uh, it's about to go a big uh, upgrade, but uh, what, you, what you see there is still uh, still pretty relevant about me that uh, we're just adding in uh, a new uh, a new flavor of it for 2019 nice nice getting ready for 2019 wow we're almost there aren't we Jeez, where did this year go ah man i hate this age thing it seems like the older i get the faster everything goes which they tell me uh which includes my health the faster it just goes uh <laughs> So uh, you've written these two books. Uh, you love LinkedIn, I guess. You're, you still think uh, LinkedIn is a great place to be for social media. Well, it, it is, but um, it's not for everyone. So sure. it's uh, the first thing I always tell people is, you know, people say, you know, where should I be focusing my time? And I say, well, you should focus it wherever your clients or, or uh, potential referral partners and that type of thing are. A lot of people say LinkedIn is really only good for like B2B or you know, business to business applications, which I, I don't tend to agree with. Some of the most uh, successful campaigns that we've got running right now are, are B2C or business to consumer uh, type campaigns. I would say, though, that in the majority of cases, it's probably um, more, it was easier to, to generate good results in the B2B space. Yeah. I, you know, there's someone, someone told me a long time ago, I think it was like 2010, and they said, basically, uh, when it comes to social media, Twitter is the bar, Facebook is your home, and LinkedIn is like your office. And, and I thought that was a good analogy. Uh, yeah. You know, LinkedIn was very business oriented. Uh, it was all about, you know, business and connections and not not very spammy because you had to actually have connections with people if you want to connect with them on LinkedIn. And of course, Twitter is what it is, the cesspool or what it's become, a cesspool of, <laughs> of noise and uh, trolls. Uh, and Facebook, of course, has just become what it is where your family and friends are there and people who... Uh, send you uh, webcam hooker uh, invites. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's 
it's a pretty uh, in-depth and accurate analogy, I would say. It's, uh, you know, 2010 uh, to now, LinkedIn certainly changed, you know, incredibly, especially I would, I would put the line in the sand where it really stepped up into becoming a, you know, a real powerhouse platform provided you know how to leverage it. It was about the time that, uh, you know, Microsoft dropped $26 billion to buy it. So clearly yeah. at that point, they, uh, you know, were going to uh, invest a lot of time and energy into it, and they have. And, uh, you know, in most, in most cases, I'd say they've been positive advancements that they've made other than, uh, as we were talking about before the show, how crappy their, their groups are, were, still are, probably always will be. Probably always will be at this point for the for the things they're doing there. Um, it's really sad. Now, a lot of the groups were zombies for a long time, but the, unfortunately, they've taken the last vestiges of people who are holding it together. Uh, great moderators like myself who have great groups, and they've just uh, thrown it right into the shitter and, and washed their hands of it. I, I don't really know what they're trying to do or if they're trying to dumb down LinkedIn so that more people use it, but it seems like the, the change they made to the rules are pretty amazing but there's still a lot of great things there's the sales navigator section of it uh i still get a lot of great contacts from linkedin i probably have the same problem you do i'm maxed out at thirty thousand people on linkedin uh and so it's i have to be really choosy and picky as to who i allow in to my connections and of course i have a lot of followers as well but uh uh to me i've i've, I've just found a rich resource of business and contacts and uh, quality of people uh, much more so than any other platform on LinkedIn. So I'm a big believer in it as well. Yeah, and you're right. The uh, you know it doesn't matter who you are in the world, whether you're um, uh, Richard Branson, Chris Voss, or Adam Houlihan, you get thirty thousand maximum connections, and that's it. Yep. Uh, it's a hard limit. Uh, they don't uh, they don't open it up. But like you said, you can you can have a lot extra followers. But uh, look, LinkedIn's really not about a numbers game. Other than you know, a lot of other platforms like Twitter and whatever are. But uh, I'm not saying that you know having numbers of people is not good. Clearly, it is. But its real power is really in the way that you can position yourself as a you know an expert in whatever field it is that you tend to you know want to play in. And that's really done through content strategies more so than, you know, numbers of connections. So yeah. and this is what I'm saying about, you know, really understanding how to, to leverage the power of it. It's, it's, a, it's a content platform and, uh, you know, it takes, it requires good quality content that's really targeted to a specific niche. Uh, and that's what really gets you the traction. Yeah, and, and it's, it's so hard for a lot of people to get their head around it. Even a lot of top social media influencers that I know just crap on LinkedIn and they don't, they don't really get it. They, they can't understand it because uh, it's a little bit more complex as it should be since it's business formatted than, you know, just like, let's follow people on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And it's, it's, uh, it's often interesting to, to see, you know, people who, you know, maybe, put themselves out there as being very knowledgeable about LinkedIn and it's clearly obvious uh, often by what they're doing that they maybe don't know quite what they <laughs> suggest they do. Uh, and as an example, I'll, I'll give you a very simple example is, uh, uh, you know, LinkedIn doesn't stop you doing this, but, um, you know, when you share um, like a, a link to an article or anything on LinkedIn, 
they're going to actually suppress it. You know, it's kind of like the, if, if I could give it a, you know, uh, something in context, it's kind of like the Instagram shadow ban. So you, you're probably aware, you know, if shadow, if Instagram don't like you anymore for doing dumb stuff, they just suppress your content so nobody sees it. And, and LinkedIn actually has a version of that as well. Wow. They just bury you. I know video, when they came out with video, um, I was getting huge views on video that I was posting up to LinkedIn. They were very, very video friendly for a while. I, I haven't seen it quite be as juiced as it used to be. Um, what's been your experience with the video on LinkedIn? Well, it depends on how you uh, upload it. So if you if you load a link to your YouTube channel, and then it's, it's not gonna get traction at all. Yep. If you upload as what they call native video, which means you basically upload it directly to the LinkedIn platform, like the actual MP4 file or move file or whatever you're using, uh, then you know it definitely will get traction for sure. Yeah, and that that definitely makes a difference. The I was, I was just amazed at the hugeness of the views and stuff that I was getting when LinkedIn came out with video. Um, and, uh, I, I actually started posting, uh, one thing I was doing was posting experts, excerpts on the, uh, video of, uh, uh, like the first five minutes of my podcast and was getting huge views and huge subscriptions of my podcast. Um, it was just pretty amazing. I'm just putting up a teaser video for that. And I'm sure that anybody else who's in business, if you want to put up videos of you and your podcasts or you and your business, your product, your service, your brand. Uh, it's a great way to take advantage of that and uh, uh, really promote yourself. And the, the thing is, the thing I like about LinkedIn too is most anybody who's really serious on there has money. Um, there are clients that have money that, that, that they can spend. They're usually C-class sort of executive level type people. You do have a lot of entrepreneurs that are on there, but they have money, like where as opposed to, you know, Twitter or YouTube, and, you know, on YouTube, I'm talking to 10 to 15 year olds who aren't going to buy anything uh, <laughs> most times. And then, uh, you know, on uh, on Twitter, I'm just talking to, I don't know, some angry 400 pound man in his basement of his mother's home. Um, and I say that being a, a almost 400 pound man. So take that for what you will. Um, the, uh, you know, in, in Facebook, you know, I mean, unless it's my mom or something, uh, she's not going to buy anything from me. Um, so there's that. Um, but yeah, LinkedIn has just been a, a rich resource for me. Uh, I think I told you the story years ago where I, I, I ignored like a lot of social media experts do, experts in quotes, uh, that they're expert everywhere but LinkedIn. And I had a LinkedIn expert, someone like yourself who had written books and, and talked about the stuff said to me they said uh you know hey i don't understand how you're this social media rock star and everywhere you're big on social media but like you really suck like you have nothing going on 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 uh on uh, linkedin and at first i was kind of a little pissed off I was like well man, everyone hates linkedin and blah 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 and then i was like you know maybe she has a point maybe there's an opportunity here and so i i said you know i'm going to sit down and I spent a week just digging through LinkedIn, understanding it, mastering it, trying to figure out where all these people who tell me how great LinkedIn is, and trying to figure out where this is, you know, what this is about. And sure enough, I did it. And I was like, holy crap, there's there's really good money and prospects and, and marketing and farming to do over here. 
And to this day, my friends, they're in social media. They're social media rock stars. And much of them don't get LinkedIn. And they just have no idea. I tell them, I'm like, you have no idea what a beautiful jewel this is. Yeah, you're right. It's, um, but I think where a lot of people go wrong is that they try to treat it as an extension of what they're doing on Twitter or Facebook or, or you know, other channels. Whereas, you know, as you sort of said earlier, it's, it's very much uh, that space where there's people with money. Uh, they, they, they tend to be uh, active, you know, for certain parts of uh, the day. Uh, and they're very open to, uh, you know, quality sort of conversations and, and very open to, you know, engaging financially um, if it's the right type of product delivered to them in the, in, the, in the right sort of format. So it's, you know, like you said, you know, trying to, trying to, trying to monetize Twitter or uh, YouTube or, I mean, YouTube, you know, probably the best way to monetize it is a big, a big audience like you have and uh, then get paid for advertising from from youtube but it's a very very different strategy than than what uh, you know positioning yourself with really high quality um solutions to problems is the way we we kind of uh, pitch it uh so that these people uh you know who are looking for the solutions to those problems uh are quite quite happy to to sort of connect and engage with you and find out what you're about yeah and it's it's very business formatted i mean i'm not I, any, any other business format I've had, there's just a lot of spam that gets approached to me, uh, a lot of weirdness of people that are like, you know, I get, you know, stuff, uh, Facebook, I get a lot of stuff from people from, uh, you know, the scammers from uh, Africa, the Nigerians, they love me on Facebook and friend me, and if by any chance I accidentally friend one of them or one of the fake profiles they made that they later changed to who they really are, um, then I'm stuck with that and going, oh, wow, you know. And so uh, LinkedIn is, is really, I mean, if it, I, I, I would ex extol to anyone that if you have not gone and mastered LinkedIn, especially if you claim to be a social media guru or, you know, a rock star, and yeah, I know social media and pay me lots of money. If you have a master LinkedIn, you are missing out on probably one of the most richest platforms uh, when it comes down to it, of, of being able to deal with clients, market products, uh, and the people you're dealing with. I mean, sometimes they're the head execs of Fortune 500 or 1,000 uh, companies. They're, they're real people with real money, and they've got budgets and influence, and, uh, and, and that can make all the difference in the world for who you're selling to as opposed to, you know, I don't know, some YouTube 10-year-old to 15-year-old. I've had all these people say to me too, even Instagram marketing. I, I've had I had somebody complain to me the other day that they did they bought Instagram marketing from Instagram influencers. And I was like, Well, who were they? Well, you know, these girls that get a lot of likes. I'm like, honey, you know what? No one's watching those girls to to buy products from them. If anything, if their clothes are on, they're just watching those girls because they're hot. It's not <laughs> it's not like a buying consumer area. Um, the, uh, they have, most of them have what I call the pants down audience. And, uh, I'm not really sure that they're, you know, there's like people sitting around with money going, I, I think I'll write a thousand dollar check to buy that product because this young girl said I should. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's an interesting part, you know, phenomenon, this new, you know, influencer marketing sort of, uh, where, you know, there's, there's a sort of 
overnight influences the turning up exactly like you say but a lot of the time the um the, the level of influence they have is um <laughs> questionable at best yeah. uh, and often like you like you've just said the you know uh, yes you, you don't want to be looking at things just based on the amount of views they get on content or whatever uh, especially if like you said if they're sort of younger attractive girls because um you know it can often be nothing about what their the so-called sort of uh influencer in more about uh you know guys just wanted to and check given, them out and given there there are a lot of girls who do really well like the makeup girls they teach makeup to young other young girls and, and i suppose some boys um but uh and they they they, they sell pro targeted products but some of the, I think the person who was complaining to me, I was like, yeah, your brand has got nothing to do with girls in bikinis on Instagram. I don't even know why you'd have those people trying to sell or market you. And I'm like, well, we heard that Instagram advertising with influence was really good. And I'm just like, well, not all the time. I mean. Well, yeah, yeah I'd say the, the point there is, you know, just make sure it's with the right influences that, you know, really are. Uh, you know, influential in a, a target market that uh, is, is also your market. So, yeah. yeah. And okay. the, there's nothing like it. It's, uh, it doesn't work in that kind of influencer type sort of uh, space. And even, uh, you know, like numbers wise, I mean, there's like 500, just over 550 million people on LinkedIn right now. Uh, it's still one of the fastest growing platforms. It's like two new people joining, two new profiles every second of every day. And LinkedIn's own internal goals that they have about three billion people, you know, on the platform now. You know, I'm not convinced necessarily that they'll they'll get to those heights, but and and maintain sort of quality, but um, they'll definitely exceed a billion. I think the other thing I like about LinkedIn is there's a real international scale to it. I've liked that a lot about a lot of social media products, but having the international scale of where I can do business with people like you, I think we met off of LinkedIn. Uh, you're in Australia, I'm here in America. And, uh, you know, being able to meet people, do business just like it's uh, next door uh, and know people work with clients around the world uh, has been a pretty rich resource um, for me. I, I've been pretty amazed about it. And I, I suppose this is a lot of stuff that you cover in your book. Yeah, pretty much the uh, like the the LinkedIn playbook, which is the the current one that's out right now. It's it's really more about uh, you know how to set up a really high quality profile, uh, you know how to engage with people the right ways, um, and, and you know generate a um, a reasonable sort of revenue stream from LinkedIn. The new one, which is coming out, you know, influencer in which will be out in December. Uh, it's like the next level beyond that. It's how you really position yourself as that really, you know, international expert in, in something. And, and as, as you said, one of the, the val real values is this, uh, you know, borderless world we live in now. So, you know, I, as you said, I can be here in Australia and you, you're in the US and, you know, we've got clients that we work with all over the world in, you know, Germany and Canada and uh, the Philippines, it's Bali, uh, a lot in the US as well. So, uh, if you can really position yourself as that that sort of international expert, then uh, you know you really only need to be on LinkedIn and, and with an effective strategy, and you can generate a really high level pipeline of, of of leads and revenue any day of the week. And I think most people, you know, one of the reasons are is most people are on LinkedIn for business. 
Yeah. I mean, you go on YouTube to, I don't know, eat some lunch, watch some goofy, funny videos, uh, watch people eat cinnamon Tide Pods. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's not really the most business formatted uh, sort of thing. Uh, I mean, I think people try to do business uh, videos and stuff on LinkedIn. They they usually have just a low watch rate. Uh, of business stuff, unless you're doing, I suppose, some sort of high quality content that I haven't seen yet. But uh, for the most part, you know, it, it's uh, it's tough to be successful in those if you have some sort of serious sort of thing and you want to do business. But LinkedIn has just been a gem for me. I, I've loved LinkedIn. Um, uh, managing my own group, I built my own group from zero to uh, 135,000 people. Uh, so I was pretty proud of myself that way. Uh, I've curated the group this whole time, moderated it, uh, given it lots of love. Um, and up until recently, where they took some of my powers away from me, um, I really enjoyed the format of it. Um, but even then, I'm, I'm ho- hoping that some of my powers are going to come back. One of the changes they've been doing is changing the platforms uh, of LinkedIn uh, to kind of redesign it. And they've they've kind of cut away the main part of LinkedIn to redesign it and then come up with this other part that's currently being redesigned so it can just merge with everything. So that's been kind of interesting to see that evolve. Yeah, look, I, I hope that uh, they they you know, improve the, the, the way groups work. And I, I openly say it's, it's probably the, the, the least, most valuable sort of um, part of LinkedIn right now. Um, I know that they're they're sort of putting some effort into it uh, to change the group formats, but um, time will tell whether they're they're, they're sort of uh, positive and, and and people start engaging more. But you know, as as you're probably finding in your group, you, you're just getting you know, getting a lot of um, uh, you know spam for one of a you know a term or, or yeah. low, low quality interaction, probably the way to put it. Uh, it's very 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 difficult to moderate that stuff out at the moment. Yeah, it's 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 definitely been a challenge. Uh, for the most part, it was really good because um, the uh, the uh, uh, a lot of LinkedIn would would filter out a lot of spam. You had your group community that would do a lot of stuff. So where do you where do you spend most of your time when you're in LinkedIn? What's your main focus? Do you use the Sales Navigator at all? I think that costs about seventy bucks a month. Uh, yeah. Playing with that recently and, ex- and exploiting it. Yeah, Sales Navigator is is a great tool, and it's it's one you know in in our training programs, it's you know we, we teach people how to, to really use it effectively. Uh, you know, you can really get quite uh, granular in the way that you filter down to find the right type of people, uh, and you know once reach out and connect with them, but then you know track how how you're engaging with those people. Uh, but to you know, that's it's one one side of LinkedIn is is connecting and, and engaging with people. But the other, as we said, is really around content. So where I spent all of my time, it's really around content creation um, and and engaging with the people who engage on that content. Because as you said, it's it's very much a a business type platform. And uh, you know, if you went on if you went on my LinkedIn profile today, you'd see there's you know a video which is basically me standing at the beach, which is what every video of me is, and um, talking about, hey, do you want, you know, do you want to work with me? I've got, I've got a new program and, um, you know, I'm looking for a few people. This is the criteria. You could go on it right now and you'll see all these people saying, yes, I'm interested. Send me more information. Yes, let's do it. So, uh, you know, if you, if you know how to really kind of leverage it, it's all through 
you know, quality content and targeting that content at, at, at an ideal market. It's not that you need to get, you know, half a million views on a video. You, you just need to get, you know, a thousand views of the right type of people and that can generate you $100,000. Yeah. I mean, when you're working with people who have money as opposed to people that uh, don't, I mean, uh, YouTube has the same sort of issue where it has, you know, the target market for YouTube is like, uh, 10 to 15 year olds so uh unless you're selling gum pop or or i don't know music of course i think does well with vivo but unless you're selling something that's targeting within that market uh you're you're gonna have you're gonna have a hard time selling it like basically yeah. you, you may not want to send jerry sell geriatric products on <laughs> youtube in other words um the adult diapers might not be a good sell there that's all i'm saying Exactly. Yeah, my my nine year old, uh, she loves YouTube. She's, uh, you know, she's she's on there playing around with, uh, you know, music, and she she's crazy about dancing and uh, and makeup. So as as nine year old girls tend to be, uh, so you're right. It's and I think the audience on YouTube is getting younger and younger. So um, yeah, I did. in fact, recently when they were down for a day or half a day recently, if you read. Uh, my friends who had kids, they're like, our kids are losing their freaking minds. Their whole lives are over because YouTube's down for the day. And I'm like, holy crap, you, is YouTube the third parent babysitter of, of children these days? But evidently it is. I mean, even I, when I when I want to eat a meal, I actually sit down and go, oh, let's watch a quick video and I'll watch some funny video or watch the news or something. And... Uh, and, and it's gotten to the point where I, I almost can't seem to sit down and have a meal without watching a video. It's like I'll actually sit down and queue up the video to eat a meal. Um, and you start to wonder, like, what? Did, how did I eat before this ever happened? You know, it's kind of like us taking phones into bathrooms. We're like, how did we ever go to the bathroom without phones in the past? Like, was that possible? Was that something that we actually did in our archaic antique world <laughs> yeah and, uh, and it wasn't that long ago it's uh you know it's uh we're not talking like 20 years ago it was you know not even 10 years ago but uh you know the, the world's certainly evolving and uh, not necessarily always in 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 great ways and the, you know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of downsides to social media let's be honest but um it's uh you know especially with the kids these days it's uh you know, one of the one of the talks I do, I, you know, I travel extensively around the world, and, and one of them is around you know, keeping kids safe on social media, and uh, you know, all the all these little signs you got to watch out for. I don't, I'm sure it, it it must be worse in the US than what it is here, but um, yeah, there's a lot of um, trouble with kids with school. Just they, they can't focus on on their schoolwork. They they're just addicted to you know YouTube and and online gaming and and, and whatever and uh, got you know behavioural problems. And it all comes from you know too much time on on social media. So uh, so really, but you know compare that to LinkedIn, it's just not yeah it's just not like that. Yeah, kids are not going to play on there. Um, we're not going to play on there. You know we're not going to sit on LinkedIn while we have dinner watching. Uh, business videos <laughs> so it's just a yeah it's a it's a whole different world and that's 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 the world i like to play in. yeah it, it most definitely is my apologies my dogs are uh, having a little too much fun so i've got siberian huskies so they're on it so uh but yeah it's so uh so you usually work there you create content on social media 
you're um, and of course making call to action, I suppose, getting people to hey, come work with me, sign up with me, and everything else. In fact, I really should pull up your everyone should pull up your LinkedIn profile. Um, and I think that's how we met. I was actually using Sales Navigator to find some people I wanted to have on the show. And I did some deep diving of people who are uh, uh, authors, because usually authors, you know, they're usually pushing a book and, and they're good people I usually have on the show. They've got great stuff because they want to pitch their book and talk about it. I think that's how I found you um, was through Sales Navigator. Um, and and it, it's been a really rich resource. It's a little more expensive to use, and it's kind of weird how they have two different apps for it, two different messaging areas. Um, but I, I'm liking my experience so far. Yeah, and that's that's exactly you know. Uh, interestingly enough, a lot of the features in in Sales Navigator used to be in the free version of LinkedIn, uh, and of course, you know, when um, again, you know, go back to the Microsoft purchase. <clears throat> they moved a lot of the free access into higher level programs such as sales navigator so uh but yeah you're right it, it it's it can be a little bit clunky working because it actually is a completely separate platform but uh it, you you know you can link from there straight back to the, the standard linkedin and you're right it's about uh you know 70 70 odd dollars per month so you know you're only going to use it if you're really serious about you know generating revenue or like for you, you know, it's a good way to, to filter down and find people around the world for your show. It's, uh, you know, so that's worth 70 bucks. So. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and, you know, and, uh, finding clients, uh, you can really drill down like, like few things else with it. And I think that's what's most impressive to me is, is that I can drill down through it, find the people that I want to talk to. And then from there, I can, um, you know, decide uh, hopefully what I want to do and, and do business with the folks. So it, it works out really good that way. I, I've been really impressed with it. Um, so you got a forthcoming book you're talking about doing, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, it's with the editors right now. So it's uh, from uh, first draft. It's it's finished and uh, it's. Uh, yeah, it should be out in in uh, October. Uh, sorry, um, we're in October now, in December, and it's really the sequel, as I said, to the LinkedIn Playbook. So it's 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 really the the process I use to to position myself as you know as a you know expert for a word uh, on the platform and and how exactly you know I go about uh, you know generating you know let's be let's be honest, hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue through through LinkedIn every year. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. That's the way to do it, um, and it's it's really sad to me that a lot of my social media friends really treat it like a stupid stepchild. I'm like, you really, but on on the other hand, I go, you know what? Yeah, you probably shouldn't go over there because I just like to have as much of the platform all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can see you've got a lot of videos, you got a lot of comments, you got a lot of likes. Uh, do you find you have a pretty consistent audience in here where? You know, you're engaging the same people. You're building a nice congruent audience of, of a community that are people uh, constantly coming back to you as well. Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole point is, you know, you're not trying to, you know, LinkedIn's not about just spewing out content to the masses looking for the one percenters. It, it's about engaging with the right type of people. And the more people engage on your content, the more it keeps showing up in their feeds. So, you know, it kind of finds its home very, very quickly. And, you know, you don't, you don't need to be generating hundreds of thousands of views and comments and likes, 
you know, on content. Uh, you can you can see that one there today. That there's a be a video on on there right now, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm obviously not on LinkedIn myself right now, but I guarantee you that there's there's you know probably ten people or more saying yes yes send me more information about working with you today. Yeah. The, so one complaint I always hear from LinkedIn, and I get this a lot in my mailbox, which I'm sure you do, is this: uh, these these emails that say, "Hey, I, I'm selling this pitch," and they send you like four to ten paragraphs of of data that no one reads, and they ask for a call. They're like, "Can we get on the phone call and and have a phone call to talk about?" stuff and one of the problems with them is they're they're just sent to seemingly it seems like everybody there doesn't seem any qualification like some guy will be i don't know selling uh selling i don't know SaaS software and i'm just like i'm not a SaaS company like why would you market that to me i don't like your your targeting your qualification process really sucks maybe you should ask if i'm in a SaaS market before you pitch me and try and get me on a call um do you, do, you, do you find that sort of LinkedIn strategy works, doing a call thing to ask people if they want to get a call with you, or is that is that just way too shotgun sporadic and uh, too much of a strategy to, to be effective? Yeah, well, let me let me put it to you this way. You know, how, how many times do you think you've got one of those messages this year? Uh, it'll be, yeah, and how many, how, many, how many calls have you jumped on and, and added someone? Uh, probably say zero or maybe one <laughs> so, uh, and, and for me exactly the same I, I get that on a daily basis uh, interestingly enough somebody did it to me yesterday where unbelievably it's something I am interested in and I am going to jump on a call with them but that's that's yeah. one for the whole year yeah. so uh, as opposed to you look at that that post that I've just put up where I'm inviting people to say if you're interested let's chat and you, you can see for yourself the difference, you know, just from one post. If you look back at the one before that, it'll, it'll be about um, the launch party for, for my book, just saying, would you like to, you know, come to, to this launch party? And uh, I think uh, so far 170 people have, have registered to come to that just off that one post. So this is what I mean. The content strategy trumps those those dumb messages, those in-mails all day, every day, and like you said, the the big mistake people make is is you know making them so long, and ninety percent of or I sorry eighty five percent of people are looking at those messages on their cell phones. So you can imagine how long that message is oh, on cell phones. You're just like I ever since I've seen them, I'm just like, who does? Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, when I looked at mine, I think that I sent the different people. I, I I try and tone it down, although I do try and put a lot of credibility in. Uh, references in it, but but yeah, you look at how the format is for a mobile phone. I mean, when my mom texts me more than a paragraph, I don't read that, and then she's my mom. Uh, <laughs> now I am nice and I love my mom, so I just call her and go, "Mom, what what, what what's going on?" Um, but I'm kind of old world that way, where I actually like to have a conversation, talk to people from a human aspect as yeah. opposed to other people. Yeah, um, if you sorry. If you're going to use a messaging strategy, you should exactly that. Keep it like a text. Keep it super short. 
you can put links in messages. So, you know, you should be linking them off to a landing page which has some more high-value content. But the message should just be, uh, you know, enough to get people interested to want to go and have a look at the page. And if they're not, they'll move on. That's fine. Uh, but, you know, putting five paragraphs of copy on a, on a message is, uh, you know, nobody's going to read it. One thing I recently started doing, um, and it's been working really well for me, is is uh, I, you're maxed out, right, with your thirty thousand on on yeah. LinkedIn? Yeah, I keep. I always, you know, uh, I'll go through and, you know, like everyone, probably in the early days, I, I probably accepted a few people that, um, you know, I don't really serve well, or they they don't serve me. So, you know, we'll go through and just remove a few people so we can still add a few, you know, good good people but generally speaking if i looked at mine right now i think it's um, you know it's 29,970 something like that that's that's how i am i i've, I've started going back through uh my database uh, getting rid of like 100 people uh especially people that have like dead profiles where they don't have a picture that sort of thing uh and then getting rid of those people and then uh i've got like right now i have 2900 i think backed up invites the people i think are following me and so i recently started sending a promotional message through to them saying hey thanks for sending me the you know the connection and um all that good stuff and uh you know let's talk about who you are and more and by the way here's my link so you can check them out <laughs> what's interesting is i've had two people yell at me about how i was spamming them because i was replying to their connection request. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm like, do you understand, honey? You approach me first. You open this door, and she. They're like, they're like, you're spamming people that haven't given you the, the, uh, the, 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 the thing that the, uh, the okay to do it. I'm like, no, you actually did that when you connected with me. When you sent me a connection, you made it so that, uh, you know, LinkedIn will uh, give me uh, the, the ability to email you back. And I'm actually emailing people back and messaging them because I'm trying to find out which one of those ones I'm gonna let into my, uh, you know, 100 spaces that I just opened. And yeah. uh, so I've had two dickish things. Most people have been uh, either ignoring it or they've been fairly nice. And usually the nice people who reply to me, I've been letting them back into the, um, back into the system, so. You know, there's that. And, uh, but yeah, it's been kind of interesting. Some of the people that you run into that just have no idea what's going on on that platform and, uh, and probably should buy books like yours and training like yours so they can learn how. Yeah. I mean, the thing that really still surprises me, um, uh, of those 2,900 that you've got outstanding, I, I guarantee you there's not, there's not even 100 of that 2,900 who wrote a message to you, you know, saying why they wanted to connect. They, they've just hit the connect button and, and, you know, given no context as to why you should, uh, you, you should connect. Uh, and, you know, the, the, those 100 or potentially even less are the ones who are actually going to get your attention to at least have a look at what they're, they're about because they at least told you something up front. So, you know, if, if uh, you know, your audience can take one thing away from this chat today is just make sure you, you know, if you're gonna send connection requests, just give a short message, one sentence, two sentences max of why you wanna connect, yeah. you know, and you'll get a far better, you know, acceptance rate. You get a far better, a far better 
and Portugal and Russia. Why the hell did I come to that person in this in the first place? Exactly. You know, that's sometimes what I happen to do with my connections or why I'm interested in people is I'll reach out to somebody and be like, hey, we should be friends. And then when they finally approve my thing, I'm like, why did I want to be friends? <laughs> um, and, you know, sadly, I really have failed. I, I think I should, should have done a better job and I can see a way that I should have done a better job here. Uh, one of the problems I'm having now was I started at the fresh point where it was the latest people who sent me the friend request. Um, and I'm moving to the back. And so now going through that 3,000, I'm in the four-month area where people sent me a request four months ago. And I think they're struggling at that point to go, why did we follow this idiot, send him a connection request? And I think what my future strategy is going to be once I go through these 2,900 is I'm going to make sure every day, and I am doing that now with the fresh ones that come in. I get like five to ten new ones a day. Uh, I make sure and send those guys a message. So they're really sharp on the moment of why they connected with me, what their reasoning was, and hopefully there's a better chance to do business with me there. Yeah. Uh, the next strategy I've got to work on once I go through these 2,900 people that friended me, followed me, and trying to weed through them and find out who are the really sort of cool networking people I want to get to know and develop relationships with, or the people I can develop relationship. I mean, for the most part, it's been the people who have written me back and been polite, like, thank you very much for responding. And yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you. And I'm like, okay, accept them. Um, people have been shitty, of course, we just kick. And uh, <laughs> you're just like, actually, I was doing a test to see if I wanted to connect with you. And that's a definite no. <laughs> I think the next thing to do is trying to figure out how to mine my 30,000 followers. Um, and maybe have some suggestions to, to how I can do that. Um, yeah, how I can mine my 30,000 followers, maybe either with direct mail. I mean, I already published content on LinkedIn. I probably need to do a better job with it with video and call to action. Um, but uh, I don't know. What do you what do you think about delving into that realm of the, of the database of, of people? Look, it's, it's definitely uh, something you should do. But like you said, you've got to be really strategic around that. There's no, no point sending a, you know, uh, a SaaS offer to someone who's got zero interest in that. Yeah. You've got to filter down. And, look, you know, one of the strategies that we use very, very effectively, like you, I'm connected with, um, I think, about, no, about 1,300 authors around the world. Wow. And, we have um, we have a really sort of high level strategy that helps authors one get their book to become an Amazon bestseller, and mm -hmm. then to leverage that authority through um, through uh, LinkedIn. And the last time we ran that campaign, of course, we could clearly make sure that we only sent that message to authors, uh, and it literally just said, uh, "Hey, Chris, we already knew you were an author." So we said, "Hey, Chris." Um, want to be an Amazon best-selling author next month? Um, reply, and I'll give you the details. That that was the message. That simple. And uh, so, you know, in one week, we we put ten people through that program at four thousand dollars per per head, uh, generated forty thousand dollars revenue off uh, you know one message. And you know, it's uh, as long as you 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 really target the message to be of value to that person, it can you know you can definitely get great results. But it's when people do that blanket stuff that you're talking about uh, that you know it's it's just pointless. Yeah, you're just like, why would you want to do this? In fact, I've joked with people. I'm like, maybe you should come up with a better way to market. Then you wouldn't have to beg on 
LinkedIn for people to get on a phone call with you. And I, I'm really big on saving people's time, not only mine. Uh, and it's just something I'm a dick about my time. It's just I don't want to waste some poor guy who's having schlep around <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh, I don't want to waste his time either on top of my time where, you know, he's got to be like, uh, you know, I, I just wasted an hour with you. And he has to, I don't know, cram some sort of sales out of me or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been working for me really well. I've actually gotten a couple of clients off of the recent production I've, I'm doing in LinkedIn, uh, where I'm, where I'm focusing on, you know, helping, uh, contacting people who have contacted me and trying to decide if I want to give them my, uh, and accept their friend request and their connection. But yeah, it's definitely an interesting experience overall, really when it comes down to it. Um, and I, I'm pretty impressed with it. Do you, do you see LinkedIn continuing to be with Microsoft, the real future of, of uh, this, the most successful business social media platform ever? Yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think in, in this day and age that we're going to see, you know, a real competitor come out, come out of the, the blocks now and take on Facebook as yeah. an example or Instagram. Uh, and I don't really see that that would happen, uh, you know, for the business space for LinkedIn either. They're too established. They've got too much uh, resources behind them. You know, this, you know, a company the size of Microsoft can, you know, can, can just, you know, outspend <laughs> a competitor. Buy any competitors that come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you've got the, you know, the Googles of the world and whatever, you know, billions of dollars a year in revenue. You just uh, and you know I saw the other day that uh, Google's you know shutting down the the Google Plus network. So it's mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, I think uh, to be honest, I believe social media platforms will will actually lessen more so than than, than uh, see new major competitors come into the market. Yeah, and and, and uh, you know I I I like I said uh, not that a lot of social media people don't get LinkedIn, I'm kind of glad because it kind of, there's a lot of space to really excel there. And, and I, and I think, and I've seen people really excel on the platform. There's a one African American young lady who is an executive and she just kills it on LinkedIn. She has got tons of likes and tons of comments. I forget her name. Uh, but she's like always at the top of my, my network list. Yeah. Uh, Bad for all the years that I really haven't invested as much as I needed to in LinkedIn. I'm just getting around to it now, but hey, I've been busy, so there's that. Yeah, I think I think the person you're talking about is Bridget Hyacinth, but um, I believe so. That name sounds really familiar. Uh, she she posts really brilliant co uh, content, and that's right. She she's found a you know she's just found a niche. She's found a you know a tribe of people that that. Uh, uh, love what she's about, and she, you know, she can almost post anything, and thousands of people will interact with her. So you can imagine the, you know, the ability of that she has to, you know, to generate, uh, you know, revenue for for whatever she's doing. And look, at the end of the day, the, uh, you know, when you just kind of put all the bullshit aside, the, mm -hmm. the reality is, yes, yeah, we all we all want to be seen as an influencer. We all want to give value to our our marketplace and to our people following us, but. Let's just cut that out. The reality is, we all just want to generate revenue. So, yeah. um, but we want to do it authentically and uh, professionally. And LinkedIn is the, the place where you can do that. Yeah. Uh, the um, uh, in fact, I was just looking at your uh, LinkedIn profile here. I, I guess you had your birthday on October fifteenth, three days ago. 
Yeah, that was yeah, just a few days ago. Happy birthday, belated birthday there. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting too is we have eleven thousand two hundred ninety-seven mutual connections. So I guess are thirty thousand. About a third of them follow both of us. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I actually saw that myself this morning. So they're stalking us, Adam. They're yeah, stalking us. Yeah, just means they love what we say. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. We might open a wormhole now that we've been on a podcast together, and they're going to be like, oh, my God, we follow both of them. What do we do? Overload. <laughs> so this sounds pretty good. Uh, so, Adam, let, I could talk to you forever. We're going to have to have you on the show once again. Uh, give me your plugs so we can have people find you on the interwebs. We'll wrap the show and, and see if we can't have you on again in the future, especially when you launch this new book. Yeah, I'd love to. So yeah, December fifteenth is the is the the target date, which was well fourteenth for you, uh, Australia. We're we're slightly ahead, so it's actually uh, Friday morning here. But uh, so yeah, look uh, as I said, the, the AdamHoolahan.com. That's the easiest place to find me. But if you if you really want to uh, you know interact with me, LinkedIn's the place. So you know just just message me on there, and um, you know I'll, I'll definitely get back to you. Sounds good. It's been wonderful to have you on, Adam, and a pleasure to meet you, and I'm going to look forward to knowing you more. I'll probably find you on uh, Facebook, too, and send you a friend request over there, if you're even on there. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. I don't spend a lot of time on there, but definitely on there, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. check it out once a day yeah, or so. you got to balance the work life and then Twitter's the bar. Sort of. So uh, thanks, for Adam, for being on. Thanks for my audience for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys. Be sure to tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, please, please refer the show. If you can get a chance, go on iTunes or Google Play and do a review of the show. We certainly appreciate that, especially if you can say nice things about it. You can help uh, employ the small beetles and, and hamsters that make the wheels go around. And uh, we can invest in things like better mics and better cameras and uh, maybe a facelift for me, so I appear better on camera. That might be best for a lot of you who have to look at me during the podcast. Uh, so we appreciate you guys tuning in. Also, we are now on Spotify, so go to Spotify. You can listen to us there. When you're sequencing between Metallica and Air Supply, you can listen to the Chris Voss show between those tracks. And what an amazing technology that we've been given. I mean, you can go from... You can go from Lawrence Welk to Chris Moss show and then right over to probably the anger you're going to get for listening to the show to uh, Megadeth. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Adam. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys in the future. Thank you very much.